Fair Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm Paul Stoltz, former professional kicker who spent way too much time in the offensive film room. And I'm Anthony LaFreary, an award-winning sports reporter who's going to make his league dues back playing Paul's lineups on DFS. We've been white hot lately, man. We've, That's we've, why we're going to make it back. We're, we're going to make some people uh, <laughs> a, a lot of money, hopefully. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of success this season, both in tournaments as well as 50-50s, and we'll explain both of those to you. Real quick, uh, for those of you who were our uh, season-long listeners, we want to shout out Scraplack. Congratulations. Uh, first time ever playing fantasy football. Came on to our Instagram live show every Sunday. Uh, won his league this year. He has bragging rights all season over his buddies, and apparently he has a schedule – uh, where he is going to call each of them on a weekly basis and remind them uh, who the champ is. <laughs> I love that. Scraplack, congratulations, buddy. We're, we're happy for you and all our listeners that had success this year. Today, we're going to go over lineup construction for Daily Fantasy, f- specifically for DraftKings in Week 17. This will be able to translate over to FanDuel as well. Real quick, at FCK Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or uh, on YouTube. Again, we're going to be putting out both single-game daily fantasy content as well as uh, weekly leagues uh, all throughout the playoffs. So without further ado, Anthony's going to start us off by letting us know who is going to be a healthy scratch this week that might not show up as you're scrolling through the players. Okay, Paul. So week 17, it's really a unique week in that you get a lot of guys that are healthy that are really important players, but they don't play because their teams have already locked up, you know, their playoff seating. So, you know, you have MVP candidates that are out and, and, you know, superstars. Uh, So we'll get right into it. And obviously we'll go with the MVP candidate himself, old goat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, he is not playing. And his top two receivers, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, they're out as well. So that's pretty big right there. Um, another big guy out is Big Ben. That's going to that's gonna hurt the Steelers' offense in a lot of ways. Their receivers aren't going to be nearly as effective. And uh, the Eagles seem to fully embrace the tank. They're not making the playoffs, but... They want to try and secure that number six pick. So no Miles Sanders, no Dallas Goddard, and no Deshaun Jackson, who magically disappeared after that 80-yard touchdown last week. He caught the touchdown and was like, he was gone. Right. Literally gone. Did not see him the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, what One comment there, uh, look, I mean, Chad Henney's going to start. Uh, they're still going to run some level of offense there in Kansas City. Could be a value play. Worth considering, we've seen the Mason Rudolph show. It's not pretty. Uh, all three of those receivers, as of now, are playing, though. So, uh, you know, start him at, at your own risk. He, he is reasonably cheap at 4300 uh, on DraftKings. Uh, the one guy that really I'm interested in uh, is going to be Boston Scott with Miles Sanders out. We've seen uh, what he can do. He's a great pass catcher out of the backfield as well. Yeah, that's a great point, Paul, especially if um, if the Eagles fall behind, they're going to have to throw the ball, and he's a really effective pass catcher. And on top of that, you know, the birds may be embracing the tank, but 
Jalen Hurts is not. Jalen Hurts is still trying to make his case to be the starter going forward. So he's going to try. He's going to try and win that game. So he's going to try and ball out. All right, Paul. So the key to every DFS lineup is what's called the stack. Your quarterback and your pass catcher. That's how you win your money. And right now you're as hot as anybody. I think it's 10 out of 12 weeks now you've been in the money in a row. So, you know, what are your big stacks you like this week, bud? Yeah, so I'll start with the quarterbacks that I'm looking at. The first of which is Lamar against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's run defense has been very good lately. So they'll, they'll, they should keep this game pretty close to start. Um, Lamar will sit only if this is a blowout. But I like it because, again, Cincinnati's kept games close. Uh, Deshaun Watson I love because Houston's playing Tennessee. Tennessee's defense has been a train wreck all season long at this point. And uh, Watson is playing the basically prove how much he hates Bill O'Brien. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, uh, we know he doesn't like to sit at all. Um, he's got Atlanta's pretty pitiful defense. That's one I'm considering. I like any lineup that has uh, the Titans or the, the Texans, as I said before, because both those defenses are bad. I see this being the number one shootout of the week. Uh, even though the Vikings don't have much to play for, I do like Kirk Cousins here. Uh, it is a very uh, good matchup for him against uh, a pretty pitiful Detroit defense. And if I'm going real value, the two quarterbacks I like this week are uh, Tua at 5,100, I thought was a little crazy, and Daniel Jones down at 5,100 against the uh, putrid uh, Dallas Cowboy defense. Now, here's who I am looking to stack. Um, I am looking at, if I'm going Lamar, I'm either looking at Hollywood Brown or Mark Andrews. If I'm going to Sean Watson, I'm likely choosing two of three here. Definitely take Cooks and then make your call between Chad Hansen and Kiki QT. Uh, with Brady, I would also choose two of three. Go with Evans, Godwin, Brown. I, I like the first two the best this week. Uh, Godwin is due for another 10-catch game. Tannehill, I think you go A.J. Brown. You don't take the risk that Corey Davis is going to have another like zero-catch week like last week. Uh, with Cousins, you could choose I, – I would choose either Thielen or Jefferson – Cousins, by the way, is my quarterback if I'm going in a 50-50 league and I need a guy that's going to put up 20. I don't think necessarily Cousins goes for like 35, but I think Cousins is a very safe play this week. Uh, Tua has not shown uh, a propensity to have chemistry with uh, Devontae Parker. I think he loves Gesicki, uh, which, we, which we've seen. He's had some 8-10 to 10 catch games. And then if you're going Daniel Jones, you can go with Sterling Shepard or uh, Darius Slayton. Last thing I'll say here is that uh, if I am looking to take Derrick Henry, who is by far the most expensive running back, that's where I'm going with a Tua or Daniel Jones lineup so I can get that value and still have enough money left to take Henry and some other good players. Good stuff so far, Paul. Uh, running backs, that's a pretty key part of the roster. You kind of start two of them and possibly a flex. What's your approach for running backs and constructing your lineups this week? Yeah, so every week I divide my running backs into three categories. I divide them into value guys, into guys I'm paying up for, and into mid-value. So they're probably worth about you know, 6000 to $7,000 uh, for, for that mid-value tier. 
the value tier, I do anything that's under uh, $6,000. So um, my value guys that I'm looking at this week, uh, the value guys tend to be when a starter is out. So obviously Latavius is worth consideration now with Alvin Kamara officially out with COVID. Um, uh, Ogunbu- Dare Ogunbuwale at 4,500. He showed last week that, yes, Divino Zigbo is going to get some touches, but Ogunbuwale is the guy. 4,500, he catches passes, even though he's got a tough line, uh, matchup against the Colts. Ty Johnson, the Jets are without Gore and P. Ryan this week. Ty Johnson's had 100-yard games, and he catches passes out of the backfield. And uh, he's got a tough matchup, but with no McCaffrey and no Mike Davis this week, really like Rodney Smith, who they started going to. They'll trickle in uh, Trenton Cannon as a big play guy. But those are the four guys that I'm looking at as I'm trying to save money, especially if I want to take like a Devontae Adams later uh, in my lineup. The guys I'm paying up for this week, love Nick Chubb. Uh, I think that Chubb is possibly going to have his uh, top game of the week, uh, top game of the season uh, against Pittsburgh, who is sitting TJ Watt and a few of the other guys on defense. Again, love Austin Eckler as the Chiefs sit a few of their, their defensive players. Jonathan Taylor, the Colts are playing for um, a playoff position, and they've got Jacksonville, who has just allowed running backs to absolutely feast. And if I can save money and I'm taking a Ty Johnson or I'm taking a Daniel Jones at quarterback, uh, that's when I'm ready to pay up for Derrick Henry, who they will feed the rock to. They are very aware that he is within striking the distance of the single season rushing record. Lastly, in mid value, again, guys that are priced uh, in that sort of $6,000 range, love miles Gaskin this week. I think uh, Buffalo, well, not that I think, Buffalo's run D has been pretty bad all season long. Uh, it's a game Miami has to win, and he catches passes out of the backfield. Swift is finally the starter. They're going to work him in. They're going to see what he's got uh, as he gets ready for next year. Alexander Madison is the starter with Dalvin Cookout. And Jeff Wilson Jr., we saw last week he was a monster. When Kittle is back, which he is now, that that changes the way that they run their outside zone scheme. Uh, George Kittle is like having a sixth offensive lineman on the field. He's somebody I'm really considering this week as well. Big surprise you have DeAndre Swift there, but guys I really like you have are Chubb. Uh, this is a Latavius Murray game because I don't see who else is going to carry the rock. Um, and you know, it sounds crazy to pay 9400 for a back, but I don't think it's too crazy when it's Derrick Henry against a terrible run defense. So who are you looking at for tight ends, Paul? Yeah, so first of all, I wrote it at the top of the screen. I'm avoiding Kelsey. Uh, they're sitting everybody else. Uh, they're playing Kelsey at the moment. I just don't think that I'm willing to take that risk that he doesn't play for a quarter or something. I'm okay if you want to pay up for a Darren Waller or George Kittle at 7,100, 6K. Mark Andrews, if you're doing a stack. Robert Tunyon, if you're doing a stack with with Aaron Rodgers. But I think there's so much value you can get for literally half or even a third of the price at tight end. This is an area where you can really win on high value. The first one is Noah Fant, who sees like 10 targets every week right now from, from Drew Locke. Uh, Mike Jasicki, when uh, 
when Tua plays, that's Tua's favorite target. Again, I like that stack if you're taking a value lineup with Tua. Irv Smith is officially the dude, the number three option for the Vikings. We've been all over him the past few weeks, and he had, what, two, three touchdowns last week. Janu is finally back in his slot. Uh, Ferkser uh, is not getting the looks that he was in midseason when we were all nervous. Janu has been six, seven, eight targets at 3,800. Now we get into the super value. Dawson Knox is like Josh Allen's favorite target once he gets into the red zone outside of Stefan Diggs, of course. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I was actually surprised at 3K. Uh, Giants don't fare that well against tight ends. And then the last one is, you know, everybody thought Donald Parham, who's the more athletic tight end, was going to be, uh, was going to take over for Hunter Henry. But it's really been Steven Anderson last week. He had, uh, four catches on six targets, 2,600. If you get eight points out of Steven Anderson, that is worth it. He is one-third the cost of Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey. Paul, there are a lot of contests to choose from when it comes to DFS. How do you go about choosing which contests you want to enter? Yeah, so it depends what I'm trying to accomplish. If I'm trying to accomplish winning a million dollars, essentially taking a lottery ticket, Right. I'm paying up. I'm going to a tournament and I'm paying up 20 bucks per entry and entering in a lineup. If you're a beginner, I do not recommend that. If you're trying to win a lot of money, six figures or something, and you want to take that lottery ticket shot. I look at this contest right here, the NFL one million dollar play action. And I choose the three dollar lineup. Look, you can enter six to seven lineups for the cost of one for a smaller prize. Now, if. My goal is, all right, I just want to have something on the line. I want to put in $5, $1, $20, but I don't want that same level of risk. I want to double my money. You go down here where it says 50, 50s and double ups. And as you can see, they have it for $5, $25, $250. I scroll down, right? You could do a $2, $100. And they have some, as I'm probably further down for like a thousand and stuff like that. All you have to do is be top 50% and you will double your money. And now for the main event, Paul is going to grace us with his Mozart-like genius. He's going to pick his lineup live for us. Uh, Mozart is quite a comparison. Uh, I don't know if I'm the Mozart of picking. I appreciate that. That was a heck of a shot at a, uh, at an, of an analogy though. So Look, I said at the beginning, I think Deshaun Watson is the best bet for 30 points. Uh, I'm then going to go right to my wide receiver so that we can make sure that we can get that stack. Again, every time Watson throws a touchdown, I want it to be to one of uh, the guys in my lineup so I get those double points. I'm going right in, and I'm picking Brandon Cooks. The second thing that I'm doing is I am taking Nick Chubb, uh, making no bones about it. He is going to have a big week against a Pittsburgh defense that will generally be resting. And now I'm going to take a value running back. One of the guys that I looked at before I could go with Ogun Bawali at 4,500, but I'm actually going to go with, or, or I could go with um, Ty Johnson at 4,300. I'm between him and Rodney Smith at 4k, but Rodney Smith has the saints who are uh, trying to win this week. I'm actually going to go Ty Johnson here at 4,300. So I went value and I went pay up for a guy in Nick Chubb. Um, and Nicole Hardman is going to be playing that Tyreek Hill role. 
this will be something of an audition for McCole Hardman. I'm going to go value here for my first my my second receiver and go with McCole Hardman at 4,200. And now that leaves me a little bit of wiggle room. I don't feel like I want to go Devonte Adams here, but now I'm looking. Okay, Calvin Ridley against Tampa, uh, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't like Hopkins because he's got. Uh, the matchup against Jalen Ramsey. I'm looking at Allen Robinson. I don't love that matchup against Alexander, who has been lights out. I'm looking between Thielen and Justin Jefferson against Detroit. And I am going with Adam Thielen because I think um, he gets more targets in the red zone. So uh, I'm now looking into what I like to do now at this point where I have my tight end and flex and defense special teams left is I'll go with my tight end first and I'll go with a value guy here. As I said earlier in this episode, look, I could go Waller, Kittle, Kelsey. I'm, I'm happy with, with any of those, obviously. And I think they could, you know, Andrews, Tanya, they can all possibly put up some real points. There is so much value to be had here. I really love Mike Jasicki at $4,200. Now I like to go defense special teams next because I like to see uh, how much I can leave for the flex. I like to know that beforehand so I can see, okay, can I pay up pretty high? And as far as this goes, I am potentially looking at the Cleveland Browns defensively because I've seen what Mason Rudolph does and it's not super pretty. He's Hmm. good for two picks a week. So let's see, where can we find the Browns defense. I haven't looked all the way at the bottom. It's like two, they're two grand. 2,500. I I like this play right here. 2,500 Browns defense. Miles Garrett looks like he shook a bit of the COVID. He was having some trouble uh, the last few weeks, Um, but he looks, he looks uh, to be just about recovered now. So that leaves me with my flex play. And for our flex, we've got 5,200 left. I was hoping for a little more. Um, and I could, at this point, change Jasicki down to like a Dawson Knox at 3K. That'll give me 6,400. And I could, if I wanted to, take somebody like a DeAndre Swift, uh, you know, maybe get a Gaskin in there if I can, uh, maybe an Alexander Madison. But uh, I am going to stick with my guns here with Jasicki. And now this leaves me with <clears throat> C.D. Lamb, Sterling Shepard, Marvin Jones. Uh, I am going to go with Sterling Shepard here. I'm not being a Giants homer. I have not, if you guys have watched every single week, I have not really taken any Giants at all whatsoever. But I'm going with Sterling Shepard here because Giants are playing for a playoff spot and the Cowboys secondary has been so weak all season long. There we go. You were Mozart right up to your flex, but then you went with the giant. You're going to have to settle for Rachmaninoff. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, man. Fair enough. I do want to make one last point here. And if you guys can follow my mouse, you see that the remaining salary is $0. One tip, and, and our uh, special guest expert uh, ta- uh, shared this with our audience as well, is that you want to be different in your lineup as much as possible because if you get to those top prices, you, uh, so the, those top prizes, you place first, second, or third, you don't want to be tied with 10, 20, 30 people, and then you're going to get less of a prize. You want to have, but, but to ensure you have a unique, unique lineup, you usually want to leave a little salary left. Uh, I'm not going to change this. I really like the way this lineup is constructed and looks right now, but just wanted to point that out to the audience. So 
I hope that helps everyone uh, get a little bit of insight about into how I actually go about my lineup construction each week instead of me just sharing uh, the finished product on Sunday. Uh, we will again be there with you on Sunday, 12 o'clock noon Eastern time to uh, go over your questions for start sit. Some of you may still have leagues going on uh, or more importantly right now for most people is for FanDuel or DraftKings and we are happy to help. We will also share possibly another or a different lineup with you guys as well as we get more information closer to game time on Sunday. Lastly, don't forget about Sunday night. Uh, you can play the single game entry as well. That's where we've, Anthony and I have had a lot of success also.